Ah, yes. Sweet sounds from Pernambuco, Brazil. Hello, Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. Brazil has been through some challenging times since we last visited in 2013. It hosted the World Cup in 2014 and the Olympics two years later in the wake of a presidential impeachment and all that while suffering through a massive corruption scandal and an economic crisis driven by declining oil prices. Now the country faces elections and a choice between radically different futures. And yet, in every corner of this vast, widely diverse nation, incredible music keeps people dancing, singing, and hoping for the bright future they know they deserve. Today we bring you Brazil at the crossroads. We're going to take the pulse of this year's carnival in Salvador, Bahia, and sample recent music from Sao Paulo to Recife. Let's kick off with the Grand Lady of Amazonia, 78-year-old Donna Onetchi. She's teamed up with a dynamic band of young musicians for recent albums and concerts, and here is the title track from her 2017 release. Banzeiro. Te mete, te joga e vem, 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 
serio, bă-n serio, bă-n serio, bă-n serio
Mm, a debut from a young artist named Eloa. She lives in Sao Paulo, a commercial capital for popular music in Brazil. But her roots lie in the northeast, in Sergipe State. And before that, the irrepressible Donna Onetchi from Amazonia. Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide's Visit to Brazil at a Crossroads from PRI, Public Radio International. All right, let's head to the coast, to the spiritual center of Afro-Brazilian culture, Salvador, Bahia, where carnival is on. We spoke with a longtime Salvador resident, Connor O'Sullivan. As you'll hear, Connor is Irish. It turns out there's quite a contingent of Irish Salvadorans. Connor has seen a lot of change since coming to this vibrant seaside city in 1985. When I came here, it was 1.6 million, it's now 3 million, so it's doubled in a generation. It's a big city, but it's a small town in many ways. The things that attracted me to the city back in the 1980s still do. This kind of cultural mix that it has, it's European because this is the first capital. But 3.9 million slaves came from Africa to Brazil and a big chunk of those people came in through Salvador. So here you have cuisine which goes back to Africa, the music, the dance, religious traditions. We have 1,400 places of worship for Candomblé, which is our African-Brazilian religion. So they have a great saying, Salvador, você sente que é diferente. Salvador, you feel that it's different. And never is that more true than during Carnival. Well, no matter what mischief is going on in Brazil's halls of power, the urge to celebrate never stops although it may ebb and flow a little. Brazil is going through a very serious recession, and you could even see it. The numbers in the blocos are reduced. Ah, blocos. Those are community-based percussion-heavy musical clubs. During Carnival, they ride through downtown Salvador atop enormous trucks, basically rolling sound systems called Rio Electricos. Thousands of people watch from the streets, and it is pure, joyful madness. But I tell you, the place you want to be is above the street, in a camarochi. Camarochi is a weird word, and it's a very difficult one to explain. I suppose if you went to the box at the opera, you'd be in the camarochi. So it's like a viewing area, a comfortable viewing area that gives great vantage point to see what's going on in the street below. And it's got all of the facilities, like you know, bathrooms, food. Expresso 2222 is Gilberto Gil's Camarochi, the most sought-after Camarochi in the city. He's now handed the baton over to his daughter, Preta Gil. So from here on in now, it's the kind of second generation's taking over. Começou a circular o Expresso 2222 E parte direto de bom sucesso pra depois Começou a circular o Expresso 2222 Da central do Brasil que parte direto de bom sucesso pra depois do ano 2000 Ah, yes, Gilberto Gil's big hit, Espresso Dois 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 Dois. Gil's Camarochi is named after this song, and it is in a prime location to boot, down by the lighthouse at the southern tip of Salvador. What better can you have? where all the trio electricos line up to begin their procession through the city. You get to see two things. You get to see them warming up, getting the crowd going, 
And so that's a half an hour for every block or before it even gets going. And it's just see these waves of people down below. You know, they've been waiting for 361 days for this thing. So, And another thing that I think is very interesting, the interaction between the singer and the actual folions, as they call them, the people who are members of the block below. That's very touching. Like They're all on the same vibe. They're all ready to go. And then you see them heading off on that you know, six-hour surgeon down the street. Well, touching, I'm sure, if you're watching from your Camarochi. But down at the street level, those folions are also guardians, manning the heavy rope lines that surround its trio electrical. And if you get in their way, hey, hey, it's no joke. Sometimes fights break out along these lines as beer sellers and bystanders are muscled aside to make room for the trio. Traditionally, these trios, they were part of a blocko. So you'd be a member of the blocko by paying sometimes a lot of money, which will then allow you inside of that cordoned off section around the trio and the support truck behind. There's a movement away from that now to kind of democratize carnival again. So you have a lot of groups going out without that cord. They call it St. Cordons. Because it was a very controversial issue. You have the money to become a member of a blocko. You're inside a cordoned off section on a public street. So that was quite an elitist thing in many ways. So now both the city government and the state government are paying the same attractions to go through the street without the cords and just to have it open up to everybody. There's a great phrase for it. They call it Carnaval de Pipoca. Pipoca is the Portuguese word for popcorn. And so they say, pulando, jumping, e se abrindo, and opening up. Carnival de Pipoca is exactly that. You're out in the street, spontaneous, like the popcorn in the pot. When it gets hot, it just... And starts bouncing around a bit and opening up. Salvador's carnival always ends with the selection of the year's official song, the one that gets the most people popping. And this year, the honor went to Popa da Bunda by Sirico, featuring Atosha. <laughs> Tá de shortinho, bem coladinho, tá bem safado, descaradinho. Tá de shortinho, bem coladinho, tá bem safado, descaradinho. Tá de shortinho, bem coladinho, tá bem safado, descaradinho. Tá de shortinho, bem coladinho, tá bem safado, descaradinho. É, mas elas gostam de causar. Com seu shortinho, muitos acham até vulgar o seu perfil. Elas gostam, elas gostam, elas gostam, elas gostam, elas, 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 Opa da Bunda! Man, I love that title. The top song of the 2018 carnival in Salvador, Bahia. Salvador did have a reputation of not being particularly safe, but the policing here in Salvador is known worldwide. It's the largest festive gathering on the planet, and the way in which they police it works very well. These days, you hear a lot of complaints and criticisms about Brazil's elected officials. But Connor credits Salvador's mayor for the revival of the city's carnival. 
His name is Antonio Carlos Magalhães Neto, and uh, he wants to make this the premier cultural destination of Latin America. That's his goal. And he's, in the last year, I think Salvador was classified as a member of the UNESCO Creative Network of Cities. They've just opened the Museum of Carnival. He's got another museum which is coming online, which will be the Museum of Brazilian Popular Music, which will be in the lower city. So all of this in a space of almost six years, you know, he has a vision, he has a view, and he gets things done. Someone else who gets things done is the most popular Bayan pop singer these days, Yvette Sangolo. Here she is from a 2016 live album, Acustico M. Trancosu. the reigning queen of Salvador's Ashe music, Yvette Sangolo. Well now, up in Salvador's old city, Peorinho, there's a more relaxed vibe, with blocos and brass bands moving through the narrow streets amid pastel-colored colonial buildings. It's beautiful. That's where we came upon Canabrava, a Brazilian record store run by American expat Randy Sparrow Roberts and his Brazilian wife. It turns out they're fans of Afropop. How about that? So a shout out to Randy and Hoochie. Mwah! Randy gave us a rundown on some of the artists performing on so many stages around the old city. Marcia Short is, uh, in my opinion, a very underrated singer outside of Salvador. 
Aloisio Menezes uh, came out of Candomblé. He has a rich, deep, powerful voice. He did a recording with Kukus Troiter in Sao Paulo, uh, really great. Luciano Calazans is a bass player who uh, I kind of think of as the Jacques Pastorius of Brazil. Randy also turned us on to some hard-to-find music, like this artist, Raimundo Sodre. Here's Sodre's 1980 hit, Amasa, The Masses. The song is based on the distinctly Bayan Samba Jihoda style. A dor da gente é dor de menino acanhado, menino bezerro pisado, no curral do mundo a penar, que salta aos olhos, igual um gemido calado, a sombra do mal assombrado, é a dor de nem poder chorar. A dor da gente é dor de menino acanhado, menino bezerro pisado, no curral do mundo a penar, que salta aos olhos, igual um gemido calado, a sombra do mal assombrado É a dor que nem poder chorar Moinho de homens que nem gelinhos amassados Mansos meninos domados Massa de medos iguais Amassando a massa Mão que amassa a comida Esculpe modela e castiga Amassa dos homens normais From the Bayan interior, Raimundo Sodre with the beautiful remake of his 1980 song, Amasa. Randy told us a story about this artist. He was forced to leave Brazil in 1981, not to return for 19 years. To make a long story short, Sodre played a show and the governor of Bahia was there, who ruled by fiat here in Bahia. Uh, he handed out licenses for uh, radio and TV stations, and he got the license himself for the biggest station here in Salvador, and the second biggest newspaper. Uh, Sodre hated him, because Sodre is like a fierce little man, uh, one of the lines in Amasa is At the handle of my hoe, I don't recognize the strong man, or the big man, the coronel. So, uh, Sodre played a show and the governor of Bahia was there. Between songs, he badmouthed him. At the end of the show, the governor sent uh, one of his assistants to tell Sodre that he wanted to see Sodre dead. A threat that people took very literally. Word went to Polygram to smother Sodre, and I got that from the horse's mouth. So uh, that was it, he was gone, he came back in 2000, 19 years later, he still has to be very careful. Okay, Randy, let's hear a track from Sodre's comeback album, Dango. Here is the Seju Giamma. Pra cantar Quando o seu corpo fulmina E a luz que o olhar me ilumina Meu desejo de amar 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 é coisa tão fina É porcelana da China Que não deve se quebrar Porque uma 
a dor desatina Que as garras desta felina Coração de lacerar A vida é feita de sonhos, mistérios e dor Se o sonho não for bem sonhado Só resta uma dor Viver abandonado Sem carinho, sem amor Amor, amor Sodre with a love song from his comeback album Dango, recorded in 2005. Actually, the album wasn't released until two years later, a sign of Sodre's precarious status in his adopted hometown. Coming up, Afro-Brazilian religious pop, new sounds from Belo Horizonte and Recife, and the latest Baile Funk. And don't forget to visit afropop.org to see Banning Air's gorgeous photos of Carnival in Salvador and Recife. I'm Georges Collinet, and you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. we caught a live set of a fantastic group called Africania, formed in 2006. The sacredness and spirit of resistance in Afro-Bayan culture is central in Africania's music. When they perform, a line of imposing drums stands tall at the front of the stage. 
Romania's 2016 release, Ori, a Yoruba word meaning head. You hear a cool jazz vibe in their sound. But when we saw Africania perform, they had added a guitarist who brings a bracing acid rock element to the sound. Here's an instrumental track from their 2017 live album. The song is Obaji Ketu, the king of Ketu.
pedra agora é porão Tira de cima de mim esse pedaço de pedra Me dá um abraço que o chão sabe debaixo de nós E até o coxo tropeça Bem que o palhaço falou que o laço vai se fechar E o laço sempre se fecha Bem que o anão me contou que o mundo vai terminar Num poço cheio de merda quem tinha tudo na mão, quem não prestou atenção Quem tem tamanho que não sobra Quem tem cabeça, pulmão, bexiga e coração Já vai pulando na cova Quem é doente do pé, o pai de todos quem é Cadê o rei da cocada? Tá na quebrada, quebrou e o mundo todo afundou No dia da pavirada Do meio dia, no meio do tiroteio Me deu receio do feio que veio lá Fica velho no meio do mundo inteiro Me deu receio da bomba que vou soltar Quem tem cadastro não sobra Quem tem um pão pra comer Quem tem cadastro não sobra Meu amor, meu amor Like that. That's 78-year-old Elsa Suarez. Like Dona Elneche, whom we heard earlier, Elsa is a grand Brazilian diva, collaborating anew with adventurous young Turks. In this case, electro samba artists in Sao Paulo. Brazil has long been known for its rock musicians, and they run the gamut from folksy crooners to speed metal growlers. Wow, that's a taste of Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death by the band Havoc. Well, at least we know where they stand. Here's a slightly more chilled out rock track by Johnny Hooker. Entre teu choro e nada mais 
From Recife, Johnny Hooker with Volta. These tracks come to us from an old friend, Paulo Andre Moraes. You remember, back in the day, he used to manage the late, great Chico Science, pioneer of the Mangue Beat movement. Paolo is still very active in the Pernambuco music scene, and he shared a treasure chest of recordings with us. Here's Claudio Habeca, a young artist, updating Foho music, featuring his mastery of the local Habeca fiddle. Cachorro que a tua cobra não presta para caçar And here's another take on neo-folklore from Pernambuco, Moro do Samba from Karina Spinelli. Pare, vem ouvir o morro 
inspiração Conceição, rainha, olhe bem pra cá Porque os surdos dão sinal que vão falar Testis String Picking, Karina Spinelli with Morudu Samba. And here's the latest from one of Pernambuco's most beloved singer band leaders, Otto with Teorama.
cabelo, me pegue pela mão, me jogue no chão, me jogue no chão. Me pegue pelo cabelo, me pegue pela mão, me jogue no chão, me jogue no chão. Me jogue no chão, mas não me jogue fora. Não me jogue fora. Não. Eu falo de signo, eu falo que eu sou leão. Não me jogue fora, não me jogue fora. Não. Eu falo de amor, eu faço um papelão. Não me jogue fora, não me jogue. Pelo meu ego e tudo que eu faço Me arranca um pedaço Me mande flores no um cheiro Me engane, me faça maldade Me jogue no chão E não me jogue fora Não, não me jogue, jogue fora, não Meu bem, eu falo de signo Eu falo que eu sou leão Não me jogue fora, não me não me jogue fora, não Que eu falo de amor, careta Eu faço um papelão Não Não me jogue fora Não, não me jogue, jogue. So cool. That's Octavio Cardosa from Belo Horizonte. And before that, Pernambuco's Otto from his new release, Automatopeia. Okay, we're going to circle back to Bahia now for an update on the state of Afro-Brazilian religion at this crossroad in history. To put us in the mood, a little Bayan samba from a young singer called Juliana Ribeiro. Papai era pescador, mamãe lavadeira. Eu ganhava meus trocados, vendendo beijo na feira. Papai era pescador, mamãe lavadeira. Eu ganhava meus trocados, vendendo beijo na feira. Vendendo beijo na feira. Faltou o pão Comprava com meus trocados Carne, arroz e feijão Papai era pescador Mamãe lavadeira Eu ganhava meus trocados Vendendo beijo na feira Papai era pescador Mamãe lavadeira Eu ganhava meus trocados Vendendo beijo na feira Era assim que papai dizia Sweet stuff from Juliana Ribeiro. 
Now, one of the most fascinating Afro-Brazilian spiritual communities in Bahia is the Filius Chiganji, the sons of Gandhi. They dress all in blue and white with beads and turbans and during carnival, you see them throughout the city of Salvador. This year at Carnival, we had the impression that the Filiush Chiganji has gotten bigger since we last visited. Our friend Connor O'Sullivan confirmed it. It is bigger. I think the last figure I heard was 7,500 men. But if you look at the demographics of it, it's changed quite a lot. Originally, it was only open to African Brazilians, and now it's open to anybody. There's only a gender issue there, like you have to be male. Well, in fact, we did see a few Filiasti Ganji, daughters of Gandhi, more evidence of female ascendance in Brazilian society. Both in Recife and Salvador, we saw a number of Maracatu percussion groups and Afro-blockers, either including women or entirely composed of women. Just the same, the daughters of Gandhi have got a long way to go to rival the numbers and spectacle their brothers currently provide. That's one of the most beautiful things you see anywhere in the planet, like these seven and a half thousand men dancing down through the city of Salvador, dancing to a rhythm known as Ijecha, the rhythm for Oshala, who's the African god of creation. So they have this very touching ceremony in the middle of the Pelourinho Square where they make an offering to Oshala and then they head off dancing to the Ijecha. Ding, 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 The concern we heard in both Recife and Salvador is the rising political power of evangelical churches. These well-financed entities have been steadily converting Brazilians away from Roman Catholicism and Candomblé over the past 30 years. And today, evangelicals are a force to be reckoned with. One of the big ones, its slogan is Stop Suffering. If you're on the kind of base of the social pyramid in Brazil, that's a fairly catchy thing. So while they do some great work in reaching out to people who might have issues with alcohol and drugs, they are very manipulative. But the thing that concerns me would be this increasing political power they're getting. And that also leads to a certain amount of intolerance. While there's great tolerance from the Candomblé side, they respect everybody. These evangelical Pentecostal churches they see a candle blaze the work of the devil and they'll say that. In recent times, Candomblé priests have been run out of Rio favelas by charismatic Christians, some with ties to drug lords. This past February, following the traditional Candomblé offering of flowers to the sea goddess Yamanja, evangelicals came to purify some of these sacred sites. Afro-Brazilian religions like Condomblé and Umbanda are often described as syncretic, meaning they are a merger of African and Catholic faiths. But Connor says that's a thing of the past. I've spoken to people from Candomblé and said, you know, that was something that happened in the past so that we could maintain our traditions, but that's all over now. Candomblé is this, and Catholicism is that. And the people from Catholicism will say exactly the same thing. 
as it should be. But this religious intolerance is not coming from the Catholic Church, it's not coming from the Candomblé, and it's not coming from the Baptist. It's coming from these manipulative, Pentecostal, fire and brimstone evangelical churches. As Pentecostal churches gain political power in Brazil, their agenda could not be more different from that of our old friend Gilberto Gil, who was Minister of Culture from 2003 to 2008. When Gilberto Gil was Minister for Culture, he was instrumental in having a lot of the traditional candomblé temples here in Salvador protected under the Brazilian National Monuments Commission. In the same way as he made Samba de Roda, which comes from the other side of the bay here, and Capoeira, Brazilian heritage, ensuring that all of these are duly protected and respected. You know, this is a man who comes from a candomblé background as well. All right, before we leave you, we're going to sample the latest baile funk hits out of the Rio favelas. But first, funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art, and PRI, public radio international affiliate stations around the U.S. And thank you for supporting your public radio station. Additional support for Afropop Worldwide comes from Womex, the expo, seminar, and showcase of world and roots music in Las Palmas de la Gran Canaria. That's the Canary Islands. More info at womex.com. That's W-O-M-E-X. Womex.com. We're happy to report that the sound systems of Rio's favelas are still blasting the latest in-your-face baile funk hits, like this one, Envolve Mantu, by MC Loma, as Gémeas Lacrasao. And here's a sexy baile funk track rocking the favelas these days. By Malandra, go Malandra, from a posse of artists headed up by Anita and MC Zach. Thanks to Paulo Andre Moraes, Connor O'Sullivan, and Randy Sparrow Roberts for their help in Recife and Salvador. We'll be back. 
And don't forget to visit afropop.org to see photos of carnival in those two wonderful cities. And be sure to sign up for our e-newsletter, a weekly update of concerts, news, features, and more. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for world music productions, research and production for this program by Banning Air. And don't forget to join us next week for another edition of Afropop Worldwide. This program was mixed at Studio 44 in Brooklyn, New York by Michael Jones. Additional engineering by Mike Kaplan, Banning Air, C.C. Smith and Akornefa Achea Edit our website, afropop.org. Our director of operations and Bailey Funk Hits is Ben Richmond. And I'm Georges Collinet. <laughs> PRI Public Radio International